0: Welcome to the unofficial podcast about Too Close for Comfort, Too Close for Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Marty Catola. And I'm Gene Mott. Today we're talking about episode 16 from season 1. First aired March 17th, 81. Episode title, What's Wrong with Mr. Wright? Mm, Question
1: mark. That's a good one. It is a good one. This time... We begin in the girl's apartment where Sarah is studying with a football player when Monroe stops by. Sarah quickly rushes Monroe out, and then some woman stops by. She comes by the apartment and accuses Sarah of having an affair with her husband, which scares off the football player whose name is Wayne Hartfield.
0: Number 57.
1: Number 57. So Wayne runs off, because he's, he's freaked out about this. Not has, Wayne
0: Wright, but Wayne Hartfield.
1: And he's very, he's, he's very excited to be studying with Sarah, because Sarah is such a curvaceous young woman. As an aside, one of the things I really like the most
0: about Too Close for Comfort, and part of the reason I wanted to do this podcast, was I feel this show, for me anyways, remembering the 80s, this show is the pure 80s. This is the 80s that I remember living through, the way that this show looks and feels. A lot of the other sitcoms from the 80s are that fake 80s. But if you want real 80s, it's Too Close for Comfort. Now back to our program.
1: So Muriel... Sarah's mom stops was walking by, going upstairs, going home. She's got some groceries or something. I'm not even sure. Maybe she's just getting off work. I think she's just walking.
0: Yeah, No
1: grocery and bag, bro. And she hears bro. this lady talking to Sarah like this and tells her that Sarah is not that kind of girl. And then the woman leaves, and Sarah and Muriel, her mom, they have a discussion about how Sarah, you're not that kind of girl, Right. And Sarah's like, of course not, Mom. Because, you know, Mom's not really quite sure. Because she probably suspects that these two girls are doing stuff with, with boys. Because she knows she was doing stuff at that age. The kind of thing that... I'm getting way off track here. The kind of thing that upsets Henry, the, the father of this whole thing. you have anything to say, Marty?
0: Okay, let me see if I got the order of events right. All I, right. Uh, the woman shows up. Yes. Uh, we're not even going to talk about Monroe showing up before that. He's in and out. He's in and out. So she shows up, starts accusing Sarah of being with her husband. Yeah, she's all like, wow. And that scares Wayne Hartfield. You're, you're so, you're so. And then Muriel walks up the stairs and notices. Yeah. That's, it's a lot of uh, interplay going on
1: right there, and still no Ted Knight to be seen. Not at all. I and mean, we're good four, four or five minutes into this show at this point. So just then, Jackie shows up. In a very good mood. And she's late for her date. So Sarah tells her what just happened with this lady. And Jackie says, Whoa, well, was that Alex's wife? So everybody's shocked at this point. Yeah, the crowd gasps, I think. So, Jackie is obviously going out with this guy, whose name is... is Alex. Well, I, mean, I think, uh, Alex Stewart's coming home. And the wife's name is Veronica Stewart. And then she's like, how did... how did she find out where I live? So then, upstairs, Muriel is talking to Henry, who's working on this Cosmic Cow comic, and his Georgia Tech sweater. And tells him about what's going on with Jackie. So he runs down, he, he runs out of the room to, to, to talk to Jackie. And Jackie, they're all sitting in the living room, so he turns right around. And then we find out that Jackie, this guy is separated. Alex is separated from his wife, Veronica. And then Monroe comes over. And, then, and Henry quickly escorts him out, shows him out the door. Once again the second Monroe appearance where he's just been hurried off. So Jackie states her case that uh, the guys the guys separated. we're just we're just hanging out and tells her she's gonna if she's gonna get hurt, it's gonna be on her terms. and because she, she's 21 and she'll make it on her own. and then she takes off because she's like all frustrated. And Sarah is really proud that she kept her mouth shut the whole time because Henry was harping on her to keep her mouth shut. And that's the end of Act 1. It was a hard cut.
0: It really was. On our, on our copy, they went to commercial really quick.
1: We find Sarah studying in her Cosmic Cow sweater, eating a pizza. Jackie's getting ready for a date with Alex, and Sarah says that she's getting, she's stuffing herself, eating all this food, because she doesn't have anyone to share it with, they buy food for two, but, like, they bought a pizza, like, two people should eat this pizza, but Jackie's not there to, she's always on dates, so she has to eat the whole pizza herself. Jackie tells her that Alex is taking her out to the finest restaurants. Sarah says she feels like a trash can. And Jackie says she's sitting on one. So Sarah takes the pizza back into the kitchen. Which we never ever see, but that's... We never see the girl's kitchen. Jackie tells her to get used to eating alone. Because she might be moving in with Alex... Sarah says, "Dad will not like that." Jackie tells Sarah she was they were, they were passing by a jewelry store and she helped Alex pick out some jewelry and thinks that he might ask her to marry him upstairs. Monroe comes in and Muriel thinks that it's Muriel thinks it's Henry.
0: Third Monroe appearance.
1: Yeah, and asks if he wants something to eat. Of course, Monroe wants something to eat. That's probably half the reason he came there, because... Were they having pot roast? Oh, it was pot roast. Pot roast and Monroe. Oh, that's right. Monroe tells Muriel he worked for uh, Alex's wife, Veronica, and she followed him to the house. Of course she did. And that's how she found out where Jackie lived. And Muriel says, Well, don't tell Henry that because he'll kill you. So at this point, Henry gets home and asks, what's for dinner? Muriel tells him, pot roast and Monroe. So they go in the kitchen and find the window open. Muriel tells him Monroe was scared because uh, that, that Henry would kill him, so he must have jumped out the window. But Monroe is actually in the dark room And he cuts out behind the table, not in front of the table. He didn't go the easiest path. He could have went straight from the the room right to the door. But he went around the table, closer to... It's funnier that way. Well, it might be. So he sneaks by him. He goes and he sneaks out. Henry tells his wife that he met with Alex that day. No, he's okay with him because he understands who he is. He's just a guy that's uh, having problems with his wife and he just likes dating uh, 21-year-old girls, right? I would love to date 21-year-old girls, Muriel, but I'm married to you and you'd probably kill me. I think that's the subtext. As we'll see in a later episode. Not really, but we come close, it seems like. They like to recycle that law. Muriel is not happy about any of this, and she storms out. So now downstairs, somebody rings the bell. Sarah answers the door. It's Alex's wife, Veronica, and she has to talk with Jackie about what's going on. She has to talk with Jackie, Sarah's friend from before, Wayne Hartfield, number number fifty-seven, shows up. And he sees Alex's wife Veronica there and freaks out because every time he's, he, he just wants to get with uh, Sarah. Now
0: but those two should really get along. If uh, Veronica Stewart cared, she would chase down Wayne Hartfield and explain to him, but no. I know, right? She's too busy putting a guilt trip on Jackie. So as you were saying, Veronica Stewart shows
1: up looking cheerful as always. Yeah, she's having a talk with Jackie. Sarah's there. Veronica tells Jackie it's her birthday. And Alex gave her a diamond necklace, or was it a necklace? Was no, it was, or was a, a bracelet. It? Bracelet. I have necklace written down. It was the very same thing that Jackie had picked out for her. That old gag. So Jackie realizes that he actually, even though he asked Jackie to pick out, help him pick out this piece of jewelry. It was not, in fact, for Jackie. It was for his ex-wife. So, actually, he probably still loves his ex-wife. So, Jackie realizes all of this and tells her to fight for her man, fight for her ex-husband. So, just then, the phone rings. Alex calls to say he's going to be late for his date. And Jackie says... I have someone that you should probably talk to, hands the phone to Alex's ex-wife, and that's the end of Act 2. How how different that would have been with texting. Henry goes downstairs, and he's surprised to find Jackie still at home, because he was sure that she was supposed to go out with uh, this guy, Alex, that he now approves of. And they talk about what happened. And Jackie tells her dad how hard it is to meet a good man. And he tells her not to worry because she's she's awesome. And a good man will show up. And then there's a knock at the door and it's Monroe. His fourth appearance.
0: And Henry does a side point at him. Oh, yeah. Tonight we have Wayne Hartfield, number 57, and Veronica Stewart far as Cosmic Cow goes, I need a funny joke for my strip. We got to see uh, him with the Cosmic Cow puppet at the workstation. Sarah was wearing the Cosmic Cow sweater while that thing gets around. Henry was wearing a bright yellow Georgia Tech sweater. Very bright. Monroe was not wearing stripes in his first appearance, but then he was after. Objects out the window? Monroe, but not really. It was a fake out. He was just in the dark room, which I guess is kind of a reference to Muriel's photography, even though he didn't say dark room. That's when he did that weird behind-the-table maneuver. Two one-sided phone conversations. Jackie and Alex, then Veronica and Alex. I counted two genuine Henry-pointing instances. I count one point for when he pointed right in Sarah's face when she's sitting on the couch at the beginning. And then the other point is the sideways point at Monroe at the end. We did get to see the uh, freeze frame transition at night. There was a mention of Monroe's bicycle. The intro was the same as last time from 115. We got to hear the one-note music cue on a scale of 1 to 5. I'm giving this a 4. This was a pretty good one. What did we learn? We learned, I didn't know your name was Alex, man. Don't let your daughter date married or separated men. That's what we learned here. Jim J. Bullock upgraded in the end credits. As Monroe Ficus was removed as of this episode. So he inches closer to being a full-fledged member of, of the crew. You can let your daughter date married or separated men if you want. That's just the lesson this episode was trying to put out there. And if they do, well, then they get that valuable life experience. Next week is one that I apparently have a lot of notes for. Yeah. And It looks like... Number 17. It looks like a lot more notes to come for these. Next week is more of a complicated one. One that... Didn't really have one main plot, but a bunch of little plots that come together to make up an episode. Up your Easter bonnet next week. The Rushes and Monroe's vacation plans get canceled. Then Monroe ruins some Cosmic Cow drawings. Wow.
1: You can hear my show on Stitcher. Stitcher is radio on demand. Download the free app today. Listen anytime, anywhere. Create custom playlists. Rate and review my show on Stitcher and over 4 million car dashboards. On demand and on the go.
0: No downloading, no syncing, no wasted memory. Stream your favorite podcasts. Don't have Stitcher? Download it free today at Stitcher.com or in the App Store.